The Dallas Stars made a trade on Sunday morning. They send Denis Gurionov to the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for forward Evgeny Dodonov. And on today's episode, we'll talk about this trade, talk about what it means for Denis Gurionov to be leaving, what it means for the Stars to acquire Dodonov, and then we'll talk about whether or not this team is done making moves before the deadline hits on Friday. All of this and more coming up on today's second episode of Locked On Stars. It's two for the price of one, y'all. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you yet again on Monday, February 27th, a, a second episode of the day. Of course, the Dallas Stars make a trade on Sunday morning with the Montreal Canadiens. A busy Sunday for myself. Already had an episode scheduled to upload uh, on this Monday. So if you haven't already checked out today's other episode where we talk about Saturday night's win in Las Vegas, one of the best games we've seen for, from the Stars this season in terms of heart, determination to get themselves back in the game and to get two points, there is a whole other episode dedicated to that. I encourage you to go check that out if you are interested after Hearing this one, wanted to give it a little bit more time, one, for this trade to fully set in so I could fully gather my thoughts and also just make sure the team wasn't going to make other trades on Sunday, although I do think that they could be making some other moves this week, but we'll talk more on that later. Be sure to subscribe to the show here on YouTube. Hit the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. Thank you guys for checking out today's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoy both that we put on today, and then, of course, we'll have one out tomorrow as well. But Denis Gurionov is officially no longer a Dallas star. He is a Montreal Canadian. And we knew that this season, that this was a prove-it season, a show-me type season for Denis Gurionov. His contract expired. The team signed him to a one-year $2.9 million contract extension, if you will, in June. It feels weird to say extension because it only was one year. But you knew this was a nonverbal way, really, of the Stars organization telling Denis Gurionov, you have one year to prove to us that you are worth holding on to for the long term. And, and I think this is one of the smarter moves that Jim Nill has made because I think that he and the rest of the front office and the coaching staff knew that Denis Gurionov had upside. There was certainly some potential there with a player like Gurionov, but he hadn't really been showing it for the past couple of seasons. And so you bring in a new coaching staff and you have a few new players on the team and you say, all right, Dennis, give us, we're giving you one last shot to go out and show us that you belong on this team, in this organization for the long term. And unfortunately for, for him, and I think for a lot of Stars fans as well, just based on the responses I've seen on social media over the past 24 hours or so, it, it really is just a shame that things did not work out because Dennis Gurionov was showing signs of promise back in the 2019-2020 season. In the regular season, he recorded 20 goals and nine assists and 64 games played before the season got shut down due to the pandemic. And then he was one of the team's better performers in the Stanley Cup playoffs that year in the bubble in Edmonton. Nine goals, 
eight assists, 17 points, and 27 games played in those playoffs. Seven of those points coming on the power play, by the way, including one of the most important goals in Stars franchise history. Say what you want about Denis Gurionov. He will always be remembered for his Game 5 game-winning goal in overtime to send the Dallas Stars back to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time uh, since the late 90s when they had been there. Uh, they won back in, what, 99 and then lost in the year 2000. And the, and the Stars were headed back, all thanks to a sweet one-timer from Denis Gurionov. And really, ever since that moment, ever since the end of that cup run, things just were never the same. He was given plenty of chances to continue to prove himself, but he really could never take advantage of those opportunities. In the following season from the bubble, he puts up 12 goals and 18 assists, 30 points in 55 games played. Really not terrible numbers when you take into account what that season was for the Stars. It was just a cluster of chaos, if you will, with injured players, the condensed schedule, uh, playing in a really tough realigned division, really not bad numbers given the hand that was dealt to that Stars team. And I don't think really any Stars players were being looked down upon. Just again, the circumstances were outrageous that season for the team. And 30 points in 55 games from Gurionov, all things considered, not that bad. But then, you know, the next year we finally have a quote unquote normal season. Uh, the, the Stars, you know, back to normal. Rick Bonus officially back as coach, a healthier team. 11 goals, 20 assists, 31 points, and 73 games played. And so then, of course, everyone says, oh, well, Rick Bonus hates Denis Gurionov. He gets healthy, scratched a ton, doesn't get a ton of opportunities to prove himself. He needs to be playing under a different coach. That, that was kind of the uh, excuse feels like the wrong word, but just what everyone kind of threw out of, well, Denis Gurionov had a bad year. He didn't see eye to eye with this coach. So you get a new coach in here, and, and things are going to be just fine. And so you bring in a guy like Pete DeBoer, who is expected to come in and revive the Stars offense. And really, to, to the most extent, he has done so. Things obviously haven't been perfect this season for the Stars, but all things considered, they've looked better offensively in 22-23 than they have in quite some time. Yet Dennis Gurionov was not able to ride the coattails of that with only two goals and seven assists and 43 games played this season in a Stars sweater. The potential has always been there for Denis Gurionov, but for some reason, his game just never materialized since that Stanley Cup run. Again, it's an absolute shame, and it's an anomaly, really, if you look at it. And I know that there's people out there that are saying, oh, this is Val Nechuskin 2.0. This is the exact same situation. He's going to go off to other teams, and he's going to do great things. He's going to win a cup uh, and be a great player away from the Stars organization. And while that last part very well may be true, I don't think this is anything like the Val Nechuskin situation. I know that there was a little bit of drama in the locker room and some questions about his effort, his heart, his want to uh, with the team. Whereas Dennis Gurionov, from everything I could see, the, the brief interactions I had with him after games in the Stars locker room, everything else I heard from Stars media that would see him at practices, community events, things of that nature. He was well-liked and respected in the locker room, you could always see the effort from him, even on nights where he wasn't scoring, which was often this season and really over the past few seasons. I mean, he's had great A opportunities. He has some of the best skating ability in the NHL. Some unreal speed just hasn't been able to translate it into goals. I think the effort and the heart has been there. It's just been a lack of execution that has killed Dennis Gurionov. And I don't think it's a Val Nechuskin type situation. I think Dennis 
seemed to enjoy being here again. He seemed to get along with guys in the locker room. And I know this was just, this has not been an easy season for him on the ice. And we know that he missed some extended time away from the team earlier this year with some family related matters. So I can't imagine things have been easy for him off the ice either. Uh, just a, a perfect storm of things not really going his way. And now he's moving not just across the country, but into an entirely different country uh, to Montreal, a, a different team, different organization in a very different spot than where the Dallas stars are at. And, and this is, you know, the cliche, it's a business and things like this happen. I, I think a lot of people have been expecting Denis Gurionov to be moved at some point during this trade deadline. I think of the players on the active NHL roster that he was a, a pretty easy selection for a player that was expendable and could be moved by Jim Nill in the front office. And again, I'm disappointed and I'm sad for Dennis that it didn't work out here in Dallas. I truly wish him the best and hope he's able to find some sort of success, whether that be in Montreal or whether that be in a different organization, because again, the talent is there. The upside is there. He just needs to find the coaching staff, the regime and the line mates to be paired with, to get the most out of his potential. And unfortunately that just wasn't going to happen for him in Texas. And so he's gone. It's upsetting. I know a lot of people, I was really surprised. I, I tweeted out a video of his overtime game winner to send the stars back to the Stanley cup finals. And, and that's some of the best engagement I've gotten on a tweet in quite some time. And a lot of it, people saying that they're sad, they're upset to see him go, but he's always going to be a hero. He's going to be remembered for his heroics here in Dallas. And his name is forever tied to one of the best moments in franchise history so thank you Dennis Gurianov for everything you did for this organization and best of luck to you in Montreal today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens and their product AG1 with one delicious scoop of AG1 you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help start your day off right this special blend of ingredients supports both your gut health and your nervous system as well as your immune system your energy recovery focus and aging there's tons of people out there who take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body can actually absorb. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I want to thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Remember, again, to check out today's other episode where we're recapping Saturday night's massive overtime shootout win for the Stars in Las Vegas. But in the meantime, here on this episode, we're now talking about the newest member of the Dallas Stars Hockey Club, and that is Evgeny Dodonov. The Stars make a one-for-one -one trade with Montreal. No draft picks, no prospects, a one-for-one -one player. Your classic change of scenery trade. Denis Kuryanov goes to Montreal. And Evgeny Dodonov comes to Dallas. He is a 33-year-old Russian, the 71st overall pick back in 2007 by the Florida Panthers, a winger with some offensive upside. And I say that, and you might be looking at his numbers. You might have already seen 
Evgeny Dodonov's numbers this season with the Montreal Canadiens. And you may be saying, well, hold on there, Dane. What do you mean offensive upside? This guy only has four goals and 14 assists, 18 points in 50 games played this season. And, and that's fair. It's valid. One, he hasn't played all of the games this season. And when he has been playing, the numbers have certainly uh, been lacking for lack of a better term, although those numbers are better than what we've seen from Denis Gurionov this season. But you also have to take into account where the Donoff has been playing. And while the Montreal Canadiens are maybe a small step better than they were last season, they're, they're certainly not a, a great team this year. They, they've shown flashes, and I think that they're maybe a few years away from playing at a really high level and getting themselves back into the playoff picture in the Eastern Conference. But it's, it, I mean, and, and I hate saying it at this point because there were a lot of Montreal Canadian fans in the YouTube comments yesterday with the quick, quick reaction video I put out. It seemed like really nice people saying it seemed like a win-win trade. And if you are a Montreal Canadiens fan listening to this episode or watching on YouTube, I mean this in the nice possible way. Your team's not very good right now, but I think that they will be good in a few years. And I think the Donoff's numbers reflected the fact that he was playing on a bad team and he wasn't playing with the, the great players. You're, he wasn't playing on a line with Cole Caulfield uh, or Nick Suzuki. He's playing kind of in that middle six area uh, and playing alongside guys like Rim Pitlick, Christian Dvorak, Mike Hoffman, uh, Alex Bazile. And some of those guys you're saying, wow, I haven't heard those names in quite some time. And some of those names you're probably saying, if you're a Stars fan, I have no idea who that is. And that's exactly how I felt about some of these guys that that Dodonov has been playing alongside. But if you look historically at Evgeny Dodonov, I think that there's a lot to like with his game. Twice in his career, he's put up 28 goals in a season. At one point in his career, his career high in points has been 70. So while he is a little bit older at 33 years old, I think that there's still plenty left to offer for Evgeny Dodonov especially now that he has moved from a team that is in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes for a team that is going to be looking to win a Stanley Cup, uh, although they still have quite a ways to go this season and also just have to get there uh, and survive the back end of this regular season. But I think that there was probably some pretty careful consideration that went into this move. Of course, we know that Jim Nill likes to be methodical in the things that he does, but there is a connection with Pete DeBoer and Evgeny Dodonov. They've been together, from what I can find, twice. Pete DeBoer was the coach of the Florida Panthers back from 2008 to 2011, and Dodonov was playing in Florida from 2009 to 2011. He played there longer, but he was playing some games in those seasons near the end of DeBoer's time there. And then they were together last season in Las Vegas. Uh, Dodonov actually almost got traded from the VGK to the Anaheim Ducks. Many will remember around March last season, that trade gets canceled. It's a whole debacle. He ends up staying with Vegas, but then in the offseason is sent to uh, Montreal and has now found himself as a member of the Dallas Stars, where hopefully I think the plan is for him to come in and try to find a way to help contribute offensively, whether that's putting him alongside Tyler Sagan uh, or maybe, I mean, I think he, they could try him out at several different spots. The goal is to get goals from Evgeny Dodonov. I know he only has four this season, but I really do think that there's a little bit more offensive upside with Dodonov than what we've seen from Denis Gurionov. And again, you say it all the time, and it's, again, kind of a cliche, but there's the whole change of scenery aspect with both of these players. And I think that there could be some motivation for Evgeny Dodonov, who only has, I think, four playoff games played. You have to imagine he's pretty excited to be joining a club that 
I know things aren't necessarily great at the moment. I mean, the Stars have only won one game recently, and they're trying to dig themselves out of a little bit of a hole that they've put themselves in, trying to reassert themselves as the class of the Central Division. But he has gone from a team that has had no playoff aspirations the entire season to now a team that is considered to be a cup contender by many across the NHL world. And you have to imagine that that excites him quite a bit. And really, the only downside I see with his game and what I could find is that he seems to be at times a little bit of a defensive liability. And I don't think that affects him too much because when you look at it, Denis Gurionov was not necessarily a defensive asset. And if anything, he might have been a liability at some times as well. But the Donoff has a career plus minus of minus 23. So hopefully he's able to produce enough offense where we're not worried too much about him defensively. But that is something to be aware of is that he's not necessarily known for his defense. He'll play every now and then on the special teams on the man advantage, but you're not really ever going to see him out there on the penalty kill, uh, at least not by design. I guess if there's enough shorthandedness like the stars are at right now with Kiwi Ranta and Glenn Denning out, if you have a guy like Ty Delandria who gets sent to the penalty box, maybe you have to start digging into some reserves for the penalty kill. But I don't necessarily see that being a course of action for Dodonov while he's with this stars team. So all in all, that this might seem like an underwhelming trade, a trade that people are saying, well, this this doesn't really do it for me. This doesn't really feel like the piece to move the stars to the next level and put them over the top where it makes me feel excited uh, that they're, you know, close to the playoffs and that they can really make a deep run. But at the same time, I don't think it's a disappointing trade. I don't think it's a bad trade. If anything, the stars have helped themselves a little bit. They actually gained some cap space with this move. Denis Gurionov's cap hit was at $2.9 million. Evgeny Dodonov's cap hit was at $5 million, but the Stars found a way to get Montreal to retain 50% of that cap hit, so now they're only paying Evgeny Dodonov $2.5 million. So the Stars gain a little bit of cap space, and I think that they could make some more moves before the deadline comes and goes on Friday. So at the end of the day, not the biggest trade, not the most groundbreaking news that we're going to see Probably not going to make a ton of headlines and and across the rest of the NHL world whenever the, the, these trade moves are all said and done. But I do think, if anything, it could be a good pickup. It's a low risk with a potential high reward. I mean, you're, you're gaining money. You're not really losing money here. And you're getting a guy who, while his numbers aren't spectacular, his numbers are better than the guy that you've just sent back to Montreal. So I'm excited to see what Evgeny Dodonov can do here in Dallas. You have to imagine, again, that there's quite a bit of motivation for him to perform well and help this team get to the playoffs, get to the playoffs with a high seed, and then once they're there, go as far as they can in pursuit of the Stanley Cup. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about this Stars team and why I don't think that they're necessarily done making moves before the Friday NHL trade deadline. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is also brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you've got to try Built Bar. What makes a Built Bar taste so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably delicious flavors, such as churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And I'm not quite sure how they do it, but Built Bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is they're actually healthy and good for you with only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get your own box. For years, we've been telling you to order your Built Bars at Built.com. 
but now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. You can head to your nearest Walmart today, walk in the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. It doesn't really matter how you do it, but if you can find a way to get your hands on some Built Bars, I cannot recommend them enough. They're delicious, and they're good for you, and they're the perfect snack for any part of your day. All right, everybody, the, the trade pendulum is in full swing. We've seen some trades pick up here and there. Bo Horvat goes from Vancouver to New York, uh, and now we've seen some even more dominoes fall. Patrick Kane, at the time of recording this, around 11 p.m. Central Time on Sunday night, still a member of the Chicago Blackhawks, but he could be on the move, or maybe by the time you're hearing this, he's already a New York Ranger. We've seen Timo Meyer get moved to the New Jersey Devils, and now we've seen Evgeny Dodonov get traded from Montreal to Dallas. But now the Dallas Stars, again, we talked about it at the end of the last segment. They actually gained a little bit of cap space uh, with this trade. They now have around $2.6 million, according to Cap Friendly. So I don't necessarily think that they're done making moves. The trade deadline hits on Friday afternoon, so there's still plenty of time for moves to be made by the Stars front office and mainly general manager Jim Nill, who I think will look to make at least one more addition to this team via trade. I personally think it could be a defenseman, but who really knows? We know that Jim Nill normally keeps things pretty secretive. I, for one, had not really seen any rumblings about this move. Uh, maybe some other people had seen some things, but I really did not see a ton leading up to this Dodonov and Gurionov trade being made. And so I think, you know, Jim Nill plays these things pretty close to the chest. We never really know what he has up his sleeve. And this team still has you know, assets to give up. They didn't give up any prospects or picks in the Denis Gurionov trade. So there's still a little bit left to offer. Of course, you have Anton Hudobin in the AHL. I think that they could potentially still move him. You find a team that is looking for some depth goaltending, especially out east. You might can find a team out in the Eastern Conference looking for a backup goaltender because that playoff race and, and the playoff bracket in the Eastern Conference is going to be a nightmare. That is going to be a, a heck of a you know long stretch of the spring watching those series unfold, and it's going to be all hands on deck. So you find a team that needs a backup goaltender, maybe you're able to send off Anton Hudobin, and I think there's still some other NHL-level players that could potentially be moved. I feel like guys like Roddick Foxa, even though at this point in the season uh, with Glenn Denning and Kiviranta out, I feel like that's a hard guy to move away from. But again, you never really know what you're going to get from Jim Nill in these situations. My, my point being, I think the Stars are going to make another move, whether that's adding another depth forward or adding another defenseman to the roster. Jim Nill's been on a little bit of a roll as of late in his role as GM with the extensions of guys like Hintz and Ottinger getting Jason Robertson signed, Miro Haskinen a few years ago. And I think this Dodonov trade will hopefully work out in the long run. I don't think it's going to be like a Matt Zuccarello type move, although I'd love to be proven wrong in that regard. I'd love for Dodonov to have that kind of impact on this team. I think that's a good move, but I really think that he could sweeten things up and make this team a little bit stronger and a little bit deeper going into the playoffs if he can make just at least one more move. And I, I don't think he would have made the Dodonov deal had he not had some other things in mind, because again, he's done a pretty good job to get a player who's been more productive than the player that he sent away. And he was able to acquire a little bit more cap space. So I don't think that that was unintentional. I think he did that on purpose. And I think that we will see at least one more move made by Jim Nill and the Dallas stars before the deadline hits on Friday. 
But that's going to do it for today's second episode of Locked on Stars. If you've watched or listened to both episodes, you're a real one. You are a true Locked on Stars fan. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube, the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. And as far as I know, unless there's any more trades, the programming should stay the same tomorrow. We'll have a recap episode out covering whatever happens between the Stars and the Vancouver Canucks tonight at the American Airlines Center. Should be a fun game, and hopefully we're talking about the Stars picking up two points and helping distance themselves from some of the other teams in the Central Division. But let me know in the comments down below as well what you think about this trade between the Stars and the Canadians. If you haven't done so already on a previous video, again, go check out uh, today's other episode recapping Saturday night's win. And of course, we have some other small short-form content uh, talking about the Dennis Gurionov and Evgeny Dodonov trade. But thank you guys so much again for the support and for tuning in to today's episode. Enjoy your Monday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.